0: Destination Medicine is a joint project of the Regional Training Hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experiences in applying to study medicine.
1: Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. It was all very exciting for Tepewa Mativenga when her family decided to leave their home country of Zimbabwe and head way across the ocean to Australia, or more specifically to Wyala, a small town in South Australia about 250 kilometres from Adelaide, with a population of just 22,000. Wyala is known as the Steel City because of its integrated steelworks and shipbuilding heritage. Topewa was seven years old when her family made the move. She was looking forward to her new life in Wyala and to the dreams she'd hoped it would bring, because even at this young age, Tapiwa certainly had dreams, and one in particular. She was going to become a doctor. A supportive family and school and strong local community have all helped Tapiwa achieve that dream. Now, based in Broken Hill, and fulfilling her fifth year of medical studies at the University of Adelaide, she's already looking ahead to what could come next. First, back to her seven-year-old self and the big move to Australia. As Tepiwa tells Heather Dawson, the journey really began when her dad decided to accept a good job offer.
2: So back in Zimbabwe, dad was in engineering and mum used to be a high school teacher. So 2006, dad was offered a job transfer out to South Australia
0: and he decided to go for it. What made you decide to become a doctor? Because already back then you already sort of almost made up your mind, hadn't you?
2: Yeah, I think from a very young age I've always had a desire to help people and I couldn't pinpoint the exact time that I knew but I know that as early as seven that was always the path that I wanted to take. I always wanted to be a
0: doctor. But you didn't have any doctors in your family, your background? No, not at that time, no. So You had the desire to be a doctor early. Were you academically gifted? Did you have the marks to follow your dream? I think I definitely did. Throughout
2: school, I was always headstrong when it came to my studies. I was always the kind of student that would have to be kicked out of the school library because I was in there too long. (laughs) And
0: your school was very supportive as well, wasn't it?
2: Oh yeah, I went to an amazing school. They were very supportive in terms of studies. If students had enough initiativity, you could come in there and request some extra assistance or work out subjects in a different way that the school might have not offered before. They were more than happy to do anything to
0: support our studies. But unfortunately, your exam period didn't quite go to plan, did it? No, um,
2: unfortunately, during the year 12 exams, I had four exams to sit. And my grandfather had been quite unwell, he was terminally ill with prostate cancer. And after the first exam, I remember being at school, trying to get in some extra study the day before my second exam. And I got a call from dad to inform me that he'd passed away. So that was quite a difficult time in my life, I think to get through the stress of exams and be grieving at the same time.
0: So that didn't go very well for your first round offer for medicine, did it? No,
2: unfortunately, because the exam that I had to sit the day after it was a maths exam and I didn't perform as well as I was hoping to. So that did bring down my ATAR a little bit. So what happened? What did you do? Um So I went in there and I tried my best, but yeah, like I said, the marks weren't what I was hoping for. And I still got a first round interview into medicine, but It was still everything was very fresh on my mind and I think they asked me a question during the interview about how exams had been and I burst into tears in front of the whole interview panel and that was a bit embarrassing. (laughs) Understandable, I think. I'm sure they understood. Yeah, as I talked a bit more about it, they did understand where I was coming from. But your
0: second round offer
2: was received? yes yeah and that all went okay yeah that went fantastic so I think it was in the middle of orientation week actually I got second round offer into medicine
0: and I went for it into the big city of Adelaide yes so how was that for you that experience of leaving your family and, and making a move from a basically a rural community into Adelaide
2: I think it was very daunting because like I said you know Everyone who I knew, my entire community was back in Wyala. So it was quite scary being in Adelaide for the first time. But I think a really great thing that helped me to settle in was that I was living at a residential college. So I was with other kids that were from rural areas and from the country who were also in the same boat as me being away from family and friends. So it helped to make friends quickly and really meet like-minded people.
0: Did you fall into a good routine of, you know, work and life balance, that sort of thing? Yes, I think that's what was actually great because there was always a lot of social things to do in
2: the first couple of years of uni, especially. But, you know, me being me, I was always a bookworm studying really late. So I had some really good friends that weren't in medicine that would always try and drag me out of my room from studying and take me out to go do some fun things. So I was able to get some good balance in.
0: Now, Tapiwa, you're a rurally bonded student, aren't you? Yes, I am. So what does that mean? Um, So the
2: rurally bonded student means that I've made a commitment to the Commonwealth government that when I do finish my studies, I will do a return of service period where I work for a period of 12 months in a rural or remote area within Australia.
0: What are your plans? Do you think you will stay rurally based somewhere in Australia or go back to the big cities? I
2: think at the moment, really, I'm still thinking about what kind of specialty I want to, but I would like to do that in a rural context. So just seeing if there is an environment rurally where I'd be able to get my specialist training is what's going to be the deciding factor for me. But definitely once I'm qualified, I do see myself working rurally.
0: I believe that um, psychiatry or palliative care are interests of yours. Yes, yeah,
2: they definitely are. Since doing some placements in psychiatry and palliative care last year, those have been some areas that I'm quite passionate about and I would like to explore a bit further
0: into my studies as well as in my training. Tapiwa, do you believe that coming from a rural community has disadvantaged you in any way in your pursuit to becoming a doctor?
2: No, actually, I think I had a lot of opportunities that were available to me coming from a rural background. So as I mentioned, the community and the school was quite supportive. And I was also able to find some rural doctors that were working there as GPs or physicians within the hospital that were able to give me some mentoring opportunities and help guide me along the way. And on top of that, actually, there were a few other unique experiences that you can only get if you're a rural student. And one of these was a camp that was run by the Rural Doctors Workforce Agency while I was in year 11. And so what they did is they just advertised in the local paper and things spread by word of mouth. And so they took a group of rural high school students that were thinking that they wanted to go into medicine. They took us up to Adelaide, gave us some accommodation, and they gave us tours of the medical schools that are here in Adelaide and actually gave us mentoring sessions with some rural doctors and some medical students who were from a rural background as well. and. That was just a fantastic opportunity to learn from other people who were from a rural background what that journey in medicine was like and it equipped us with a lot of skills to take into
0: examination processes as well as medical interviews. So overall what's been your experience in applying for medicine and do you have any key messages that you'd pass on to anybody else considering medicine to take on board?
2: I think my experience in applying to medicine, it was actually a bit of a funny story. So I really wanted to stay in South Australia and my parents were encouraging me to apply everywhere. But I think it was the week before interstate applications were due, there was a big statewide power outage in South Australia and I was still sitting on the fence. But unfortunately, we didn't get the power back in enough time for me to make those interstate applications. So that made made
0: my mind up for me, I guess. <laughs> good heavens. So what kind of prerequisites are needed, do you think, to really give it a good go, medicine?
2: I definitely think that above all else, you need to do some biology because that is quite fundamental in the first few years of medicine is building up that knowledge on biology and physiology, because they're things that won't necessarily be covered in the course again. So that will be something that's assumed knowledge. And on top of that, some good chemistry knowledge as well is quite essential to the
0: degree. Now, you're still a student, and there are lots of study techniques. How did you find the right one for you? I think really, I just had
2: to play around with it a little bit, because like I said, to find that Good balance. At first, I remember I would try and rewatch lectures, rewrite my notes. And I just found that that was taking up too much time. So, you know, I thought back to something that a teacher of mine told me, and it was about learning how to study smart, not study harder. So I started doing things such as implementing some YouTube educational videos to teach me a little bit about some of pathophysiology, anatomy and physiology. And so that really Cuts down some of the time that you might otherwise spend reading through 80 pages of a textbook. So things like that were just really good in allowing me to be able to get, you know, the key knowledge and then build on from that. So rather than starting from a textbook, start, build my knowledge from a five minute YouTube video and then work on from there and build my
0: knowledge. Okay, well, finally, what is it about medicine do you think that you couldn't prepare for?
2: I think when it comes to medicine, the thing that you really can't prepare for ever, even if you try to prepare, is patient interactions. They will always surprise you, even if you go in there thinking, let you know what kind of patient it might be. And even if you know a little bit about their story, everyone's patient interaction is always different. So I've had a lot of experiences where I've had maybe another student or another doctor hand over a patient case to me. And I think I know a little bit about what's going on, but when you go in there, sometimes you get a completely different story from what someone else has gotten, because some people may feel more comfortable around you and may open up and share a little bit more. So I think really the most important thing is just to not go into it with any preconceived notions
0: because you never know what you'll get out of it well to p where you've got this year and then one more year to go before you're a fully fledged doctor how do you think you're going to use that time to decide the next step
2: I think that this year I've got a really unique opportunity being based in Broken Hill. So I'm really using that opportunity to talk to some of the local doctors around about what it's like working rurally. And so bit by bit I'm slowly picking off all the specialties that I'm interested in and really just getting out there and talking to the doctors seeing what that work-life balance is like for them and what their training opportunities really were like as well. And I think that's what I'm going to do the same thing next year as well to really make up my mind about where I want to go in
1: medicine. That's Tipiwa Mativenga in her fifth year of medical studies at the University of Adelaide. We trust you've enjoyed this episode of Destination Medicine, a joint project of the regional training hubs, The hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.